You're listening to the RT Today podcast, featuring some of our best bits from the show on RT1 weekdays at 3.30. Welcome back to the show. Now it's that time of the week again when we just dissect the latest medical headlines hitting the papers. Yeah, Dr Chris Luke is here to do so. Dr Chris Luke, measles on the rise. Yes, and in fact it's mainly across the water. There's yeah. been a, quite an outbreak in London and Birmingham, the West Midlands. Hundreds of cases of measles. Now, measles is one of those diseases, very, very contagious. It's one of the most contagious viral diseases. Yeah. And it was, it was very, very common in the 20th century. It kills people. You know, about three in, in, a, in every thousand cases that get it. It causes brain damage, it causes deafness, and children get pneumonia and they be very, very ill. And even when it's uncomplicated, it's, it's very, very serious. And the tragedy is that with vaccination, it's so easily eliminated. Once, mm-hmm. once you're properly vaccinated with a dose of 12 months and at, at junior infants level about four, uh, you are basically covered for life. Or, you know, once you've had it, you're mm-hmm. covered for life because it's very susceptible. But on, on the other hand, uh, if you have measles, you can uh, infect about nine out of ten of those around you who are not adequately vaccinated. Whoa. And the problem is we, our vaccination rate have dropped down below the 95% which we need, mm-hmm. down towards 90, 80, uh, 89. Ah, so we're really... Correct. And it's a trend right across the, uh, Europe and the States and to some extent in the UK. Uh, it's a bit of a worry. So it needs, we, need a, we need to boost vaccination. Remember that vaccination is one of the greatest of all the achievements mm-hmm. of public health in our times. Yes. Just before we move on to the next story, Doctor, you're talking about vaccinations here and we were talking about vaccination for flu and different things as well. Yeah. Is it okay to take all these vaccines together? Yeah. N- not yeah. on the same day, but... No, no. no. I mean, it, there have been decades and decades of yeah. study into how to and when to and how to sequence these. Mm-hmm. And that's why we know about the schedule, the so-called schedule, which is this idea that, you know, at, at six months and at 12 months and at two years and at school, entry, school, exit, uh, and so on. So that's been studied for many, many years. That's comforting to know for it parents, because it and, would and, be a concern. It's huge experience, yeah. and it's incredibly safe. You know? okay. The problem is that there's probably about 3% of people who don't respond, despite a second dose. But 97% of people who get it, the second dose, are covered. And how would you know if your child had measles? Well, is the three the C's. The, the three C's. Okay. Basically, you get a cough, you get a cold-like symptom, it's a chrysal, you know, a snuffly nose and fever, and you get conjunctivitis, which is the red eyes, mm-hmm. the distinctively red eyes. Three or four or five days after you get it, uh, you develop this rash, which begins behind the ears and spreads to the face. Mm-hmm. It then spreads down into the torso and the limbs. It doesn't tend to be particularly itchy. It's very blotchy. But for four or five days before the rash and four or five days after the rash, you're very infectious. And here's the main message. If your child has or you think they have measles, keep them away from the creche or the school. Mm-hmm. And if you yourself as an adult have measles, please stay away from people for 10 to 14 days. Is it still more dangerous for adults? To get yes, it can be very, very dangerous for people who are immunosuppressed or people who have other kind of diseases, mm-hmm. you know, because they can get secondary complications, like, as I say, the pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, children do get horrible things like deafness and, and, and inflammation, encephalitis, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they can. Is there anything you can give them? To in terms of treatment, yes. well, again, first of all, keep them, isolate them yes. away from other, other, because it's an, it's an incredibly contagious yeah. uh, virus. Uh, it's, it's droplets in, in the air, okay. and people can get it from being in a room 
where somebody had been in and out with the measles. Mm -hmm. So yeah, lots of hygiene, mm -hmm. hand washing with lots of soap yeah. and water, con a bit like the pandemic. Yeah, we've gotten used to that yeah. now. Constantly yeah. washing, happy birthday, you know, sing the song. Yeah. Um, paracetamol, calpol, and maybe ibuprofen syrup. Yeah. Avoid aspirin in those who are unremember. This is something we must remember. Don't give aspirin to people under 16 because they, they can get liver issues. Uh, okay, and basically isolate... Isolate, hygiene. hydrate, yeah, uh, constantly washing the hands and so forth, uh, and, you know, symptomatic treatment with paracetamol and ibuprofen. Perfect. Our next story, green tea, green is good tea. for our health. Yes. You've been testing that yes, in the I last have. little while. Yeah. How are you getting on? Well, I was listening to, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the Dr. Michael Mosley podcast, Just One Thing, and yeah. it's basically this idea that there's one thing you can change in terms of your habits, and last week's the topic was green tea and he looked at the science of green tea uh, and basically found uh, that there's a very good science to show that it's very useful in terms of, of preventing dementia, in terms of enhancing brain function, in terms of reducing the risk of diabetes and heart disease because there's a thing called EGCG. Now it's, uh, an, it's an extraordinarily complicated thing um, which is called epigallocatechin gallate which is why it's known as EGCG. So e glad you tried that one, yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> My mother had one where the wheels fell off. Um, but basically, um, this seems to prevent the build-up of plaques of cholesterol and the, 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 the legendary, the infamous uh, amyloid in the head. You know, the amyloid plaques, mm -hmm. but which seem to cause dementia. Uh, and uh, it seems to boost energy levels. It's very good for the mood. Uh, and the, the main trick, really, is to make sure you drink about three cups of strong green tea uh, uh, over the day. Does it have weight loss benefits? It has weight loss benefits. Uh, yeah, it seems to burn. Mm -hmm. if, if you compare people who are exercising, for example, and they're on or they're off supplements of green tea or the, the drink itself, uh, it seems that about you, you increase your burning of visceral fat by about 20%. Ooh. So it's very significant, you know. You've been doing it for a week. Have you seen any? Well, early days, early okay. days. So, early so, days. So, but I'll tell you something. What the, 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 the trick is to uh, get used to the very bitter taste. Yeah. And actually, the bitter taste puts you off sweet, you know, yearning for a sweet tooth, okay. you know, the sweet tooth. seems to switch off the sweet tooth. So putting tooth. A, a spoon of honey in it is not a good idea. No, not a good idea. <laughs> Lemon. lemon, lemon is probably the trick for people who find it very bitter. Okay. Uh, but it's a great appetite suppressant, and it's, it's, it's very—it's a very—it's a great thirst quencher. So around three cups a day, you're saying? Three cups a day is the yeah. recommended dose. And how long will it take? Do you think to feel the effect? I suspect it'll probably—I'd say about four to six weeks before it really okay. kicks in. You know, so be patient. Yeah, with be it. patient with it, as with everything. It yeah. takes. Two to six weeks to develop. Probably end up enjoying it though as well. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Doc, on to our next headline, and it's about bowel cancer uh, and young people. This is a bit uh, concerning, I think. Mm. Yeah, mm. bowel cancer is really, really important because it's one of those things that are amenable to screening. Now, there were about 2,500 cases of bowel cancer in Ireland last year, um, a slight preponderance of, of males. 90% of cases are in the over 50s, but there's a growing, there's growing concern about the cases in the under 15s, under 50s, because it seems that people, uh, they, first of all, one of the drivers of, of, of the increase in bowel cancer in the under 50s seems to be obesity and, and alcohol. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and there's an a surge in the number of young women getting bowel cancer. But basically, Basically, uh, there, are, there are bowel screening uh, programs on both sides of the Irish Sea, mm -hmm. but it turns out that many people are simply too embarrassed to, to accommodate or take up Everything the invitation. Everything to do with toilet habits. Yeah, yeah. and basically, uh, so people are dying of shame. Oh. You know, so basically, uh, th th there's a piece there. I think it was in the in the uh, what, what, what I'm not sure what in the, the metro in the metro, yeah. yeah. Uh, and basically, it's talking about poo. 
Uh, and there's this thing called the, Br- the Bristol Poo chart, and it basically tells you what your poo should look like. So this, here we have it here. Yeah. So uh, people might want to look at it, but you know, I think it's important that people yeah. do look at this. Yeah. Doctor people Chris. need to keep an eye on their wee. They yeah. need to keep an eye on their poo. Just the way they need to keep an eye on their complexion. And stop being embarrassed because and doctors are, are, are no, treating these cases. Doctors every and day nurses. Of the week. Here's the thing, guys. Yeah. Doctors and nurses are fascinated by this sort of stuff okay. because they're all trained about what's called. Alteration in bowel habit, ABH, yeah. is one of the big red flags in medicine. So if you go to the GP or the A&E doctor or nurse and you say, there's been a change in my bowel habit. The poo has changed from being solid and it sinks mm. to being slop, sloppy and, and, and it's a pale mm. and it floats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't flush it, flush it down. Uh, or there, it's gone very black or there are little flecks of blood. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the chart there, the, the first two uh, examples are basically examples of constipated poo, which are, are nutty or hard. The, the next two are basically normal. They're kind of, one is like a sausage with, 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 with cracks, mm-hmm. and the other is like a sausage without, is a smooth sausage. That's normal. So, the one below is uh, an example of kind of mushy uh, poo, uh, which suggests a low fibre. Died out. Mm. We need more fibre often in the Western world. Yeah. And the, the ones below it, which are basically splashy, splashy, uh, are, suggest infection or inflammation. Okay. Yeah. So the, the bottom line is, if you have a sustained change in the colour, mm-hmm. the smell, the look, the, the floating of your poo, yeah. uh, let's say for more than two or three weeks, mm-hmm. you need to see the GP. Okay. If you see blood... Uh, or you have black poo, you need to see the, the GP within a, a, a week or so. I was about to just say, so the other signs yeah. then. Yeah. So this is an acronym. This is a little a little mnemonic to remind us uh, of the things to look out for particularly. Very good. It's the, the mnemonic is bowel. So it's B for blood, O for obvious change in habits mm-hmm. in your bowels, W is for involuntary weight loss. E is for extreme tiredness, so people who are exhausted for no obvious reason. Mm -hmm. Uh, And L is for having a slightly sore tummy or even a a lump that you can feel. Even one of those symptoms are a few combination. Even one of those symptoms. You don't have to have a full house. But any any one of those should be of concern. And all the information is probably on HSE. It's on uh, on the the wonderful HSE website. It's all on HSE and also on rt.e forward slash support. All the information uh, will be on there. Dr. Chris, always great to have you on the show. Thanks, Emil, for listening. Don't forget, you can tune into the Today Show every weekday on RT1 from 3.30. Or if you miss the show, you can always watch us back on the RT player. Visit rt.ie forward slash player. Stay tuned. 